0: Right, Scott? After careful consideration, I've discovered that I'm not actually Dr. Emmett Brown, whatever the cause, I seem to be surrounded by television shows and movies from the past. Well, if you're going to be lost in time, might as well go in style. I'm Ed Gross, and you're listening to CloserWeekly.com's classic TV and film podcast, where we celebrate the golden age of television and movies, then and now. The late Sherwood Schwartz was the creator of both Gilligan's Island and the Brady Bunch, two perfect examples of classic TV that have lived on through the decades, not only in reruns but in new versions of themselves with more on the way. Lloyd Schwartz, son of Sherwood, is the keeper of the flame. He worked on both of those shows and their spinoffs and remains involved with new versions including HGTV's A Very Brady Renovation, the long gestating Gilligan's Island The Motion Picture, and the currently-in-development stage show A Very Brady Musical. In the first of a two-part chat with Lloyd, we're talking The Brady Bunch at its legacy, previewing that musical we can't wait to see, and discussing an unfilmed movie version NBC wanted that would have had the Brady shipwrecked on an island. And no, it wouldn't have been a crossover with Gilligan's Island. Sorry, two different copyright holders. I, I, I guess the best place to start then, really, is with uh, the legacy uh, I'm fascinated, you know. Look, there are a lot of shows that that uh, have had a long life that have lasted decades in some form or another. But there are these two shows, <laughs> right. the, the Brady Bunch at Gilligan's Island. These shows somehow transcend time, transcend generations. And I would love mm-hmm. to get your assessment of that because it's fascinating to me that you would. Well, it's fascinating to
1: my dad, too, by the way. He didn't quite understand it. Um, the only, the only thing is there's a theme to these two shows, which, and dad always considered them basically the same show, Really, which people from different places have to come together and make it work. And that's what Gilligan was. You know, he, he wanted to get people in Gilligan's case. He wanted to get people from very different strata of life and put them together and make it so they couldn't get away. And then the same thing with the family. Once you put a family together, they can't get away. And so that's kind of, and I think maybe people respond to that. I mean, if that's, if that's answering your question, um, if you look at regular family shows, they didn't come from different, like in terms of Brady, they didn't come from different places. They were within one family. And so that's the theme of that. And again, and he, he always said, it's got, we got to get along the world. Got, 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 we're all in this together. And he's talking about the world generally we've got to get along. And that's, that uh, was maybe, I think maybe that's what's resonating.
0: Well, we certainly need that message today, don't we? <laughs> Just oh, yeah. A bit.
1: oh yeah. 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 Um, yeah, he was, he was uh, not a socialist people, you know, and in fact, um, there were many, many term term papers and, and there's even a movie out right now, a documentary, Gilligan manifesto or something, which a documentary oh. that, that, um, uh, talks about the socialist attitude of Gilligan's Island, you know, wealth and you know, and all these different things. And Dad did do that. I mean, he, he, that was intentionally. And all the term papers usually started with by saying we're positive that Sherwood Schwartz didn't think about this, but no, but he exactly thought about really? that. Really? Yeah, yeah. And then even if you read his book, and he, in talking about it to Mr. Paley and uh, and Jim Jim Aubrey at the time, he said I want to do a social microcosm. And they go, what? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) what the hell are you talking about? (laughs) And he says, but it's but it's it's a funny social microcosm, (laughs) right? Yeah. So that's I hope that answers your question. No, that certainly was his answer. Yeah, Uh, I am I am I am a bit of when you talk about the legacy, I'm I am uh, fortunately or not, I'm now the top of the food chain, which is kind of interesting. You know,
0: what does that mean though for you? I mean, being I'm just curious what that means being on the top of the food chain, as you put it. Uh, it is
1: protect, it is protecting the legacy of the two shows. And, uh, we've been many times people want to do things with Gilligan and, um, or Brady. And I have a very simple guideline for myself is would dad have wanted that. And, uh, and I will be as maudlin or, but also truthful when I tell you, um, that this was a deathbed promise I made to him Really. he was dying. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, um, and that always, that always overrides everything in terms of what we do with it. And there's, you know, there's always, there's activity on both of them always. Um, I can't be more specific at this point because sure. nothing is quite real except that it's the 50th anniversary coming up, you know, and there's a lot of talk about a lot of stuff and they're doing that. And I'm involved in that, uh, renovation show for HG. Oh, you are involved in that. Okay yeah yeah what's fascinating about that is um dad always said in and about the house that it was another character yeah and if we if we uh you know a lot of times they say the we were doing something in the studio would say well we have to it's too expensive to rebuild that set. He said then Dad would say, well then there's no show right and and so we'd rebuild it all the time, and it was very funny always and when we would go see and same with the same with gilligan when you get onto a set. Most of Gilligan, as you know, was done inside. Right. But he, he would walk onto a soundstage, and suddenly there were huts again, and he was suddenly at home, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and he's from Passaic, New Jersey. I don't know why he was at home. And yeah, then, really. <laughs> <laughs> and, and on on the Brady thing, we would, and it's a much more hard show to set to build, we would walk onto a set, and this happened several times, you know, because of all the reunion movies and, and even the feature films, and you'd see the set come, come out of the ground again.
0: Really?
1: <laughs> it <was> like... <laughs> Very weird. A little surreal sometimes. Oh, sure. You know,
0: well, that's the thing. You, I mean, you, you you know, you brought up two interesting points. One is that, you know, he was surprised at the longevity of it. And yet you made that promise to him at the end of protecting yeah. those two properties. So was it was just amazement that like like, for instance, who could have imagined the Brady Bunch would give us the Brady kids uh the variety hour, the Brady brides, the Brady girls get married, <laughs> the Brady's a yeah. very Brady yeah. Christmas. I mean it's insane. Yeah.
1: Well nobody you know, people people ask him that. Would you have been surprised at the longevity and all this, you know? And he said, and he would kid with him. He goes, "No, I knew it all the time, <laughs> you know <what> <laughs> right? From the moment I wrote it."
0: <laughs> I know it's a. Stu- it's one of the stupidest questions that people ask creators. Did you ever suspect that back? Yeah, fifty years ago, I thought it was going to spawn all this, <laughs>
1: right? But you know, it was funny because uh, the original Brady series is the thing that most people remember all the time. Yeah, because it was been rerun and rerun and rerun but I remember work cause I was working on the show from the very beginning as a off as a dialogue coach and went to a social producer and producer director. And then in the room movies, I was a you know, executive producer, or I wrote them or something. But, um, I, I, I remember being on the set during the original series and it was not a hit, right. it was never higher than number 12. It really became a monster hit in syndication. But anyway, so I'm on the set and we were. It was all stage five. It was all interior. We very seldom went out. No one was paying much attention to us. Uh, certainly, I was twenty-two, twenty-three. Nobody my age was ever watching it. Right. You know. But all the time, I'd look around and go, "God, maybe, maybe I should try to remember what's going on here." I mean, it's conceivable at some point somebody might be interested. <laughs> well, did now, you really
0: think that back then?
1: I really thought that. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> And then I let the thought get out of my head. Now that's crazy. Yeah, right. Who's going to care about this, right? Right. Because there have been so many family shows before, after, and none of them, literally none of them, had had this kind of longevity. But you know? there was so. no
0: reason to think it, though. I mean, even Star Trek, right, for instance, that's another great example, right? right? A show that struggled to stay on the air for three years and, like right. the Brady Bunch in syndication, explodes. Mm -hmm. And it has been off the air since, and it hasn't stopped creating new incarnations since.
1: That's right. That's right. The only thing that stops us, to be honest, the only thing that stops us from new incarnations always are, both on Brady and Gilligan, are the studios. Because, um, um, you know, they they control it because they have the copyright. And so both Dad and I have, um, and me now, of course, go to them with an idea and they always tell me no. Really, yeah. They always tell me no, and the, and the feature. You know, I'm on page 565 about the making of the Gilligan feature, of which there is none.
0: Wow. You mean yeah, because <laughs> you mean it's been an ongoing story? Is that what you mean? Or yeah, oh, yeah, well,
1: literally. Okay. Wow. And the book is the book. If ever if the movie ever made, the, or the book ever comes out, it's called Invitation to a Shipwreck.
0: <laughs> uh, you should do the book, even if the movie doesn't come
1: out. <laughs> I've been toying with it. Not I mean, shit. it is very brutal and it, 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 it tells a lot about our business, but, uh, but it's, it's very interesting. Cause I, I look at it and I don't know how many millions and millions and maybe close to half a billion or whatever dollars both Brady and Gilligan have generated for yeah. the different studios, which never made a nickel that we didn't make for them. Right. And so I would think that we would be trusted. And and when we had two examples of being trusted, which was Very Brady Christmas and, and Rescue from Gilligan's Island, we basically just let – they let us go do what we wanted to do, and they were the number one movies of the year, both yep. of them. You know, so – oh, well. No, I, I hear you. Like,
0: so what is – what is the see, I, I never understand – well, I never understand, but sometimes I understand what okay. the ownership thing is with certain shows. So, okay. like, in other words – can you, Well, you, if you have an answer before you even go further, please tell me. <laughs> I'm just curious.
1: Okay. Um, it has to do with copyright. Mm-hmm. And years ago, when the, they were they were talking about residuals, and the writers would get residuals, and then the studio came back and said, well, then we have to own the copyright. And the writers gave away copyright. Oh. And in turn for residuals. And it doesn't matter to many people because you nearly never get to profit except both in Gilligan's case and Brady's case, they got to profit, you know, and so there's, and the way dad has a percentage of ownership. So there's money that comes in, but when they own the copyright, it means you have to, they have to approve whatever you're going to do. Right. And that's, that, that's the fly in the ointment. And so if, if I come up, they can come up with an idea and then they could do it. They they wouldn't because they always check with us, you know, uh, Gilligan, Is owned by it's a combination of uh, us and uh, because he has the copyright, has a share of the copyright, us and and then now in this case Warner Brothers. Gilligan had gone from uh, United Artists uh, to United Artists MGM to Ted Turner to uh, Warner Brothers. Okay, so Warner Brothers is a partner with Sherwood Schwartz and the leg and the descendants and Phil Silver's descendants. Phil, Phil, really? Phil Silvers too, huh? Yeah, and and the reason for that is that um, they wanted Phil CBS at that time wanted Phil Silvers to do a new, a kind of a, kind of a factory version of, of S- Sergeant Bilko. He's the head of he's a foreman of a factory, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so he got uh, they had to get a certain amount of money, but his manager at the time uh, knew that Phil Silvers was a gambler holic. This is public knowledge. I'm not saying anything. Right. Um, so he's a gamble and so he said he doesn't want to give, give him money because he's going to blow it all. So he has to give him something else. And so CB said, CBS, looking for a way to write off Gilligan's Island, said, we'll make you a partner on Gilligan's Island, which then gave Gilligan's Island enough, enough money. But that meant that the Silver's Girls, I always called them the Silver's Girls, right. Phil Silver's five daughters, and I don't even know if all of them were born at that time. But anyway, they, they have a, a, a third uh, kind of position on Gilligan's Island.
0: Oh well. Wow. See, I didn't I yeah. never knew that, see. That's
1: Well, it's not it's not that public. I'm yeah. telling you stuff you know. um, On Um i Brady, it's just uh Sherwood. Um and we have profit participation, but ownership in terms of copyright is not us. It's Paramount or CBS Television yeah. Distribution or whatever. CBS Paramount now. Yeah. Yeah, and it's ironic cuz we were on ABC. But Brady has been on every single network. Oh yeah. Um Oh, oh yeah, terrible. all the all the yeah, all the regular networks and and most of the cable networks, and now we're going to be on HG.
0: <laughs> you know? Yeah, so. which I, let, let's take a slight tangent on that one. I'm just curious. Okay. Like you said, you're involved in that one. Yeah. I, that's just such a crazy idea. They're going to take the house. They're going to take the house and make it the Brady house, basically the interior yeah. and everything.
1: I I uh I have a nondisclosure agreement, so but I'm not can't tell you too much okay. except sure. that. Um, I found out about it the way you found out about it, and it was all over the papers. And then I found out what they were planning on doing with it, which is basically taking these outside, this, this, keeping the outside structure, which went, met, was nothing like the TV series Inside. Right. In fact, it was a two-story house in the TV series, and it was a split-level house in, in real life. And they're going to turn the inside of that house to looking like the set. And it's very, very complicated, and all of the people from all the different uh, HG shows are going to get involved in it, as are all the Brady kids and me and like that. And I thought, well, as soon as I heard the idea, somebody said to me, what would you do with that house? I would do exactly what they're doing. <laughs> right, turn it into the Brady house. Why wouldn't you? Yes. Right? Yeah, it was a, I thought it was brilliant. And I've had, you know, talks with them, and they're, they're, they're very, very solicitous about what we want and all that stuff, so – I'm very pleased with that show.
0: And it's kind of fun to see, again, this mm-hmm. piece of nostalgia come to life, literal life.
1: Right, right. You mm-hmm. know? And the kids, we call them kids, but they're all in their 60s yeah, or something. <laughs> but uh, And the kids are very involved, and they're close, you know? I mean, they are uh, they they get along, and none of them are dead, you know? Yeah. Through uh, unfortunate drugs or something. Suicide. Even
0: Maureen had the problems, but she kicked them, or I think she does yeah. anyway, right? Yeah, so it's, yeah, uh, yeah,
1: it's yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're we're as I say we're we're close and um, it's always been that way because cause, um, one of the reasons on most family shows there's not a lot of kids. Yeah, and um, you know kids it becomes like well, it's a, it's always like a reversal within the family the kids in charge of the family because they're they're the money winners and things but it wasn't so much in the Brady Bunch and we kept them kids and it was, it was some of that was my responsibility <laughs> and I take great pride in that. But, um, yeah, because I, I had run like a summer camp. And so we just kind of treated it like summer
0: camp. Well, that's great. I mean, I interviewed Barry not too long ago. And, and yeah. he told me that one of the saving graces that the families, at least during the time, I don't know if it's still the case now, their home families were very intact. And yes. they were raised properly. And then they had, you know, a good raising on the set, so to speak. So that combination yeah. helped most of them keep their heads on straight after after the show yeah. ended.
1: And we, we, and we were t- great. Care in involving the families. Really? I mean, oh yeah. Most most TV shows they say get the mothers oh, out yeah. of here. <laughs> right. But exactly. ours was no. Put them chairs right down front, you know. And uh, I would be very, as a, like, you know, very a very warm relationship with all of the families. That's great. So, you know. Yeah, And what, I went to
0: most of, the, most of the kids' weddings, and then their re-weddings, and their re-weddings. <laughs> the re-weddings, right? Uh, yeah. You know what's so funny about the Brady Bunch? It always cracks me up in the sense of not – I mean nobody wants anything not to work. But it was so yeah. funny. People seem to always be hungry for the reunion. So in other words, you get the Brady girls get married, and it's a big hit. Right. But then you turn into the Brady right. Brides, and it's not a big hit.
1: Well, I'll, I'll disagree with that in this way. Okay. It was – it was winning. It's it, it followed Harper Valley PTA, which I also created. Oh, wow. Look at you, double, double
0: hitter there. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. And they were back to back and they were the only things doing well on NBC at the time. And then Brady Brides was at least second in this time period and doing pretty well. But what happened was, um, they had turned over a new management at NBC oh. and Grant Ticker came in and it certainly wasn't his kind of show. And that was the end of it. Now, when we did, and you're alluding to the fact of the very Brady Christmas, what we wanted to do was not what they did, which is the Brady series. What we wanted to do was do one or two movies a year and just stop in and see the Brady's. Yeah. But that's not what they did. And we want to make two-hour movies. and so. But CBS said, hey, they're getting killed, and they want to make it a series. And that's where they get their money, the series. And you can't fight that. Right. And so it became the Brady series, which I'm not unhappy with. I just thought they put it on at the wrong time. It was, you know, it didn't have kids young kids in it, and the, you know, it was it it was not uh, conceived for for the place where they were putting it. And that's and that's what happened to it. I mean, everybody's an apologist, you know, and they're saying, oh, geez, it could have worked, and all that stuff. But that is how it all developed.
0: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you think that the switchover on that show? Because I did want to hitch on these Brady things just to get your thoughts on them, but, but for the Bradys, sure. did the switch over to drama? Because you know people just say, "Oh, it's Brady something," you know, instead of Thirty Something. Uh, yeah, I actually came up with that term. <laughs> did you? Oh, get that! I didn't even know <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, so did did, did the
1: switch over to drama? Well, here was work? here's here was what the deal was. Yeah. I mean, they at kids they had kid problems, but they became adults, right? And they had to have adult problems. And there was no a real other way to do that yeah you know on a on a kind of continuing basis so there was it was it was i don't well, there was really no other choice i mean if we wanted to do another half hour series it's it's in fact i was NBC at one point invited me uh to, they they had the idea they wanted to the Brady's get shipwrecked the Brady Bunch gets shipwrecked. Now this is <laughs> <cross> long <laughs> after long after Brady Brady very Brady, Brady, Brady Christmas. Right. They want the, the Brady Bunch to get shipwrecked, and this was a direct order from my thing Zucker was president of NBC at the time or something. Right. So I go into the meeting, and I said, "What you want is the Brady Bunch from a long time ago to get shipwrecked, but Cindy is no longer seven or eight. <laughs> <laughs> Cindy is <Right>. forty-five. <laughs> you know, and it's not going to be this cute thing that you're talking about." Yeah. But whoever was head of of a movie said, yes, but this is what the big guy wants. And I said, well, I'm not going to do it. Keeping the same kind of belief I always had, which was, you know, and dad was alive at the time, but, uh, you know, I was running it and I said, we're not going to do that. And he was, I was not in favor with that. You know,
0: that's a crazy idea. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I said, here's the idea. Here's the idea I'll give you. You want to do a Brady Bunch movie? Okay. Chris and Barry being the real Chris and Barry. Okay. Chris, Chris Knight and Barry Williams. They so had a call from the network. They want to do a Brady movie. And so they as themselves go and get Marsha and, 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 Florence. And at that time, Bob had died, but Annie was alive and go to, they go to everybody in their own lives. And so we see a little bit of their own lives and they get, they finally convince everybody we're all going to get together and do this. Now the, toward the end of the movie, they come onto the set, and they're rebuilding the Brady Bunch set. And they pick up a script, and they read in it that it's too bad. You know, They're, all, they're now going to be in character. And they say, it's too bad Dad had to go off to this you know thing in, in, in Peru and can't be with us. And they look at this ridiculousness of this because he had died. Right. And they go, we don't really want to do this. And they go, and then you cut, and they're gone. This, the network comes in looking for them. And there's just like a sign that says, sorry. <laughs> and they're all on the beach. Have, they're all on the beach having a great time. <laughs> that's <laughs> so, great. Yeah. And well, the network, I was making fun of the network. Yeah. And they weren't too pleased with that. No, nah, they don't said, have a sense of humor. <laughs> and I said, that's that's the movie I can do for you. Yeah. But I can't do that other movie. Right. So,
0: well, obviously, yep. we didn't
1: get that movie either. <laughs> so we didn't no, get that one. no, no.
0: You know that's okay. But
1: there's been so many, you know, like true Hollywood stories and all these things. Oh, yeah. You know, the Brady Bunch, true Hollywood story. There were hundreds of them made, and it was the number one true Hollywood story.
0: Well, yeah. well, it's, it's a think, fascinating uh, thing. I mean, like I say, we said at the beginning of the conversation, the fact that it's mm-hmm. just gone on the way that it has. Um, yeah, it's amazing to me. Um you know, now, obviously, we talked about the original Brady Bunch, and I have no idea if you have any knowledge of this or not, but do you have any thoughts on that Brady kids cartoon, that wacky cartoon?
1: I had very little to do with that. Dad okay. was involved in that, and uh, it was uh, Sid and Marty Croft. No, no, it's not Sid and Marty I mean, right. it was uh, Lou Scheimer and, and those guys at Filmation. Yeah. Um, and they had done, I think, a Gilligan one, a Gilligan Planet, and then the yeah. Adventures of Gilligan, and so they came to them with this, and... Um, I, I had, as I said, like almost nothing to do with it. I don't know what I was doing at the time. I was probably on another series and dad was, you know, kind of, I think he, I think he approved the stories or something. I don't know what exactly. Okay. I don't think I've ever seen it actually. It's so I weird. Was, <laughs> I know there was like, a, it was like a parrot or a bird in it or yeah, something. Yeah. A, mar-
0: a magic talking Marlin bird or something. Uh no. And a couple of pandas
2: and Ping and
0: Pong the pandas. And in one episode, they met Superman and another, they met Wonder Woman Mm. and another, the Lone Ranger. I mean, it's so weird. As I said,
1: I haven't seen, but you know, I never saw the Brady variety show either.
0: Well, that Um, I got to ask you about, Uh, I interviewed a guy, Ted Nicholson, who wrote, um, the book, the love to love the Brady's and the revelation that I got from that. And I was talking to Ted about it also. Is the fact that these guys, the Crofts, just decided, okay, we'll make a Brady show and that you no, guys. No, 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 no.
1: That's not right. That's not right. Oh, okay. Uh, no, no. Uh, Fred Silverman was president of um, NBC. Right. And he called, maybe it was ABC, I can't remember, because he was president of both and I was actually executive under him at ABC. Anyway, he called up the Crofts and he said, can you guys do a Brady Bunch variety show? And at that point they without even talking to us at all, I never even knew about any of this. They said, Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and under the condition that the Schwartzes we referred to the Schwartzes sometimes. Uh have nothing to do with it. Really? That was that was yeah.
0: that was That was it.
1: Wow. That was and that it. And they have the copyright and they could do it. And I first time we heard anything about it, I said, Dad, look they're gonna be um I saw the T V guide and Brady Bunch and also Dad you know, they couldn't really call themselves the Brady Bunch because he had the ownership of that title, but he, they did the Brady Bunch is going to be on the Donnie and Marie show. And we go, that was interesting. And dad didn't want to stop from getting any money. So he said, okay, right. it helped the syndication or something. And then we read that it was picked up as a variety show. Yeah. And we had no, 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 I mean, not, nothing to do with it. And I remember it came on the air and, um, I saw half of one. That's <laughs> all you could take, right? That was it. Yeah. I never looked into it again. It was just ridiculous. You know, the whole thing was ridiculous. Oh. Both the humor and the whole concept, you know, because there's nobody who knows singing and dancing as well as Robert Reed, you know.
0: <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, but it, yeah. it is funny, though, and I guess that goes back to what you were saying earlier about the copyright thing, that Paramount could do mm-hmm. whatever they wanted. Yeah. And if they want to do a variety show without
1: you, they can do it. They could. Wow. Yeah, and they, they did. did. <laughs> they but did. I will say now I have a pretty good relationship over at CBS with uh, David Staff, who's head of CBS Productions. Okay. And so when something comes down the pike that they're interested in talking to about, um, they kind of get us to, uh, involved. Okay. And I also go to him. And I think there will be something uh, this year because it's the 50th anniversary in addition to the, the, uh, you know, the, re- the redoing of the house.
0: Oh, good. So there'll be some sort of, I mean, it's uh, 2019, I guess, right? Is, yeah, is, yeah. Uh, it's the 50s. So there'll be something which you can't talk about, but there's something. The I box.
1: would I would assume. Yeah. I mean, and it's, it's embryonic right now, but I'm trying to make it, I'm trying to give it birth. Good. Uh, we are going to go to New York. Um, we have a Brady Bunch musical, very Brady musical, that we did at Theater West here in Los Angeles about, oh, seven, eight years ago. Right. And now we're going to go to New York and do a backers audition in in this in the uh, in February, I think. Wow. I'd love to check that out. <laughs> see yeah. When the time yeah. comes, you know. Uh Yeah, it's pretty it's, it's satirical. In fact, the Brady Bunch movie, see Paramount thought that because of everything all the 60s shows were becoming movies, that the Brady Bunch should be a movie. And so, Dad and at that time Brandon Tartikoff Said, let's uh, do a Brady Bunch movie. And dad talked to me about it because I did, by that time I was doing most of the work. And I said, Dad, there is no movie here. There's six kids in a house unless we do it as a satire. Right. And dad called Paramount then and said, We'll do it, but it's got to be a satire. And Paramount said, We don't care.
0: Yeah, right. Let's <laughs> make a Brady Bunch t- movie. They don't care. Yeah.
1: They thought the title was enough to carry it, which I certainly, I'm kind of a student of all these things. I said, There's got to be a reason for a movie. And so um, they kind of agreed with that, and uh, Brandon was deposed, and Sherry Lansing came in, and they made a movie kind of like the one we had written, but not the one we had written.
0: Okay. Well, I have to say that first movie, especially, it really did mm-hmm. a wonderful job. I think of not just parodying it, but capturing the magic, some of the magic of it. I think.
1: Well, our idea was to do an, what we called an affectionate satire. Okay. So that instead of just being mercenary. We wanted people who didn't like the Brady Bunch to like this movie because they were poking fun at it, and we wanted people who liked the Brady Bunch to also like the movie,
2: yeah
1: and that was that was the, 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 the our our view of it, and I think that this the feature film absolutely did that
0: oh know? yeah, and Gary Cole is Mike Brady, oh my God, He was yeah. so good. Well <laughs> you see here's the thing Go
1: ahead. I got into a lot of fights. I always get into fights because I always take a position. I didn't want Gary Cole, and I didn't want Shelley long really I didn't want impressions of the Brady's and Gary, by the way, is a friend of mine. And I did, I even produced and wrote Brady Bunch in the white house. I don't know if you ever saw that, but Somebody anyway, did not. yeah, yeah. but he's a very good guy and a very good actor. I wanted, for example, for Mrs. Brady, I wanted Madonna.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Okay. I wanted, uh, I thought she would be great. And then I wanted a comedian to be Mr. Brady. Somebody at that time, Kevin Nealon. I thought that's, that would have been great casting. And like Rosie O'Donnell is Alice. Wow! Right, not doing impressions because I thought the idea and and I or I wanted Mia Farrow as Carol Brady, and so I said this is what we should do, and they said yeah, but they're big movie stars. I said we're making a big movie. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, absolutely. And I didn't get my way, and I like Shelley too, and I like I, I had a great time working with her, but you know you get overruled. Yeah, I hear,
0: but I I mean I I obviously we disagree, about it. but I mean I thought. I, I, I enjoyed the affectionate parody. It didn't feel like a mean-spirited yeah. parody. It felt like an affectionate right. one. And, and that was really nice, I thought. So for that.
1: Yeah. First That's the tone of the
0: musical, by the way. Oh,
1: good. Very Brady musical, yeah. Very cool. Yeah. It's really, it's, in that, <laughs> in that, it's, my sister and I wrote it. We wrote it together. We argue about this one point. And the point we argue, and it turns out it doesn't matter at all. But the Brady kids have to raise money because they think their parents are getting a divorce. Okay. <laughs> this is absolutely untrue, <laughs> but they think that they're rehearsing some school play and they overhear this. And so they, they decide they have to get enough money for a therapist for their parents.
2: <laughs> okay. Oh, so,
1: so each of them, in my opinion, not in my sister's opinion, but it ends up the same way, goes into a different musical comedy genre. Greg Brady has to, he has a, uh, he, he, he's going to, Drive people—it's like an Uber driver, okay—and he's—he's got it with his car, which is a Woody. He's the whole song. He sings, "I've got a Woody," which is really funny. Anyway,
2: <laughs> and then Marcia,
1: funny. Marcia decides she's going to date for money. She'll go out because that's what she knows. But she doesn't realize she's signed up with an escort service. Okay, <laughs> okay. that's
2: good. <laughs>
1: and Peter and Jan put on a magic act, and Susie, uh, Cindy, and 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 uh, uh, Bobby, they go and they're going to—they hook up with somebody who's like Fagin. So it's a combination of Annie and 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 Oliver, so Mrs. Fenanigan, which is the,
2: Fananigan, she, okay,
1: yeah, Mrs. Fenanigan So she's out there helping them, and so they all end up in jail at the end of the movie because they're all arrested. All this stuff, you know. Wow, it's of the play, and it's really very funny. And um, I hope it works, you know.
0: Yeah, I can't wait to see it. <laughs> seriously, yeah. No, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Anything that pumps yep. new life into it in a creative way, I think, is uh, that's the whole thing.
1: thing. That's one of the reasons I like the the way HG is is approaching this. I think yeah. they're they're very smart.
0: Very Absolutely, smart. very. It's a very yeah. different idea, but one that I think people will be excited to see, and especially because you've yeah. got the involvement of the actors.
1: And also, there's going to be, and I, I can't. Well, I can't say too much more about it because I have. I, I don't even know what a non disclosure agreement is, but right. I signed one, so I guess. <laughs> Fair enough. You know.
0: Uh going going back now because you know, I I we commented on the Brady variety show. The Brady the Brady brides uh yeah. or the Brady Brady girls get married actually the TV movie. Right. Uh which led to the series. Any particular thoughts about that one? I mean just how it came about, that sort of thing.
1: Or? Um I think I want at one point I wanted to do a series that uh Eve I mean uh By the way, I was getting mixed up their names in their real life. But, uh, uh, yeah, Jan and Marsha were going to go to New York and, um, you know, have an apartment together, and then that fell apart, and then they wanted to do something with them, and I think Dan and I wrote this. Oh, there is, oh, the the history of it is pretty interesting and how it spun into the Brady Brides. We were doing, as I told you before, we were doing Harper Valley PTA, Harper Valley PTA at at universal on NBC and we took that, we were working on an, a move, TV movie called invisible woman. Okay. Okay. And so we were over at and we had offices over at at uh, universal and um, I'm trying to remember all of this. It was, pretty, it was pretty interesting at the time. So they said, would you, since we were over there, would you look at this? They had a, an hour long script of Harper Valley and stuff. And would you look at it? So dad and I worked out over the weekend, and we said, this is what it should be, a half an hour, it should be this. And this and, this. and I, I think it was Silverman, yeah. He looked at it and said, we will put that on the air. He said, to NBC. But only if the Schwartzes write the pilot and are executive producers of it. Oh, wow. And so we hadn't planned on doing that. And we said, okay. Okay. Now, at the same time, at Paramount, we were doing the Brady Girls Get Married. Okay. Right. And I had already worked for Fred at, NBC, at ABC. And I knew his thinking. And it all has to do with series and not movies. So we were going to do this movie, the Brady girls get married and, um, to spin off into the Brady brides. Okay. So we did that movie and I knew Fred and I already told the dad about it. He's going to take that movie of ours and he's going to divide it up into four pieces and we're going to follow. (laughs) We're going to follow (laughs) Harper Valley. Now remember we were assigned Harper Valley, with no lead time whatsoever, right? okay? Now we're doing this movie, which we want to do it at Paramount. Brady Brady, and the Brady girls get married, and she, And Paramount and NBC have the following negotiation. We will do six episodes of The Brady Brides, which is what we really wanted to do. We will do that, um, but you have to follow immediately the Brady girls get married without any hiatus in between. It's got to go right oh, wow. on to that. Okay. Okay. All right. Now there was no lead time in that either. One was a one camera show at NBC. One was a three camera show over at uh, Paramount and I was going to work. I mostly dealt with Brady brides. Dad mostly dealt with Harper Valley and I was going to work at three 30 in the morning and coming home at 1130 at night, seven days a week.
2: Oh my God.
1: Yeah. Just, and that's, that's just driving back and forth and still maintaining, you know, uh, and, you know, influence on Harper Valley and the other one at the same time. This went on for six months. And, and I remember finishing it and I got not remembering any episode. You know? Right. It
0: all blends but, together. How could it not?
1: Yes. Until I saw them later. And I thought that was pretty good.
0: Well, that's the story of Shows Named Brady. Next time, Lloyd will be back to talk about Gilligan, the skipper Two, the millionaire and his wife, the movie star, the professor and Marianne here on the Classic TV Podcast, which is about as close to singing as I'm ever going to get. Please subscribe to the podcast and give us a five-star review or I will sing. And believe me, nobody wants that. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.